Hi everyone, Jack here. Uh, before the final episode of Nemesign starts, I just wanted to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Thank you to Morgan Patterson, Theo Hendry, Jace Pastris, Mordecai Sennett, Ali Science, Juno, Crow, Jana Loney, Dylan Beauchamp, Aaron Subbo, Connor Fox, and Saffron. Your continued support has meant a lot to us. We wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Uh, and now on with the episode. Progress update on Project M1342. Well, I'm not sure if progress is the right word to use. Things have changed, that much is true. Dr. Kane suggested earlier that it might be good to test the abilities of our process on a pair less compatible than Ms. Kroger and Ms. Algernon. Although we are only doing this out of necessity, and I would not listen to Kane's neurological ideas on any other occasion, I believe he may be onto something. At the very least, once the next set of trials have been completed, I will have enough data to write a comprehensive paper. Clinical trials and the Earthside medical industry are different beasts, but I will deal with them when they begin. Dr. Kane has taken over from Ms. Kroger as the patient, for lack of a better term, and Vic will be attempting to retrieve a specific item or phrase from his memory. We are finally beginning to settle into a rhythm. A replicable process. I suppose that is progress, but... I worry that the personnel change will set us back. My engineer will be sedated and disassociated for the duration of the trials, and I trust his skills in an electrical or technical emergency far more than I trust my own. He has assured me that he's built in enough bypasses and kill switches over the past week to prepare for a worst-case scenario. He has also made some modifications so that there is smaller margin for sudden shifts in dominant consciousness, like we saw last time Vic and Jules were under. I've checked his blueprints, but between Kane's personal shorthand, unreadable handwriting, and my own lack of experience, I am operating more on faith than knowledge, something I never keen on doing. But it's necessary. Whoever has access to these updates in the future may question my decision to allow Miss Kroger to leave the experiment. It is true that I could force her to stay, that is, working against my best interest to replace her, but there are certain benefits this position affords me that I cannot stomach. Whoever may be listening must know that I am famously married to my work, but my days of putting a hypothesis before the people I am testing it on are far behind me. Even in my days back on Earth, I was never putting anyone in direct psychic or physical danger, not knowingly. Jules is at too great of a risk of lasting mental damage from these trials, and her memory, from what I gather, contains information that could put even more people in danger, notably the members of one of the few surviving above-ground autonomous zones. Dr. Kane, it would seem, has far less to hide. 
All this to say, today we are making initial contact between Vic and Kane. Preliminary scans show that, while their chemistries are not as compatible as Vic and Jules, they should be able to travel freely together. I am not sure enough of anything to make a clear prediction, but I am confident enough to get to work. The fact that Vic remains a constant fixture through all this puts me at ease. They are, if not a friend, then at least a control variable. <sighs> Your turn. Why are we still playing this game? Can you think of anything better to do? That doesn't involve throwing paper airplanes between bars and trying to catch them? No. That's what I thought. I thought you hated stuff like this. I do, but I'm also bored as hell and you got sick of 20 questions. Only because you started making shit up. Jules, I- Fine, I'm going, uh... This one scar I have is a stab wound. I donated a kidney Mm -hmm. and I'm actually white. Oh my god. The lie's not supposed to be that obvious. You're not even trying. (laughs) Neither are you! Whose fun fact is that they got kicked out of church for chewing candy too loud? Uh, Mine! I I don't... My life hasn't been all that interesting, alright? And you thought you could think of something better to do. I hate to interrupt your friendly spat, but I think I could very easily win this little game of yours. Yeah, because everything you've ever done sounds like something a cartoon rich person would do. You could make up anything you want and it'd sound true. Well, what's the point of telling lies when reality is already so exciting? I don't know. You tell me, person who's in jail for lying. To the government. Victor, dear, there's a difference. Hey, gang! Sorry to interrupt. I'm just here to pick up Vic for today's procedure. Where's your little guard friend? Who are... Oh, oh, I... I told him I'd escort you myself. Figured it'd give us more time to chat before the experiment starts. Uh, uh, yeah, sounds... Sounds good. Great! Now we should probably get going. Oh, Warren, darling, before you go... Yeah? You've got some sort of stain on your shirt. Oh, shoot. What are you talking about? I don't don't think I see a stain. Must have been my imagination. Hmm. We should be back in a few hours. Stay out of trouble, you two! You ready to rock and roll? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Was I interrupting something? No, just recording some final thoughts before we begin the experiment. Where's Mix Algernon? I thought you were going to retrieve them on your way. Hey, uh, here, sorry. Uh, also, quick question. Let's rock and roll. Who says that? Plenty of people. I've never heard of that. Mix Algernon, Dr. Kane, can you please focus? Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. Now please go to your proper station, and I will be over shortly to properly secure you, Mix Algernon. Dr. Kane, would you mind reviewing the failsafe functions one last time before moving forward with the procedure? Yeah, of course. Actually, I think I might have a recording of some last instruct. Gosh darn it. Is there an issue, Dr. Kane? <laughs> no, no, I, I just think I probably left my recorder back in my room. We're running short on lab time. Will I be able to operate without it? It's fine. I'll just explain it to you again, and even if you forget, it should be just fine. This machine can practically run itself. For your sake, Dr. Kane, I certainly hope so.
So what'd you take from him? <gasps> How dare you accuse me of such a thing? I would never, in a million years, do something so petty as taking. Creative borrowing, or even stealing, on the other hand, that is something I am well acquainted with. You stole his recorder? Borrowed, Jules, dear. Do you know how much shit we could get into if he finds out? That's like all of his work for Nemesis. Oh, please. You'll probably just assume he left it at home, if he realizes it at all. He won't even miss it until I slip it back into his pocket. Besides, aren't you just dying to know what our dearest Dr. Kane spends his days rambling about? Perhaps there's even more going on beneath the surface than canned jokes and poor taste in fashion. If we get caught, I'm blaming you. Deal. Huxley, I think you're good. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get up and walk away. I'm just being reasonably cautious, Dr. Kane. You're going to be fine. Like I said, these machines can practically run themselves. Besides, we got to start sometime. I suppose you're right. Are you sure you're entirely comfortable with the circumstances of this experiment, Nexaldronon? Well, I was, until you made it sound like a death wish. Victor? <laughs> kidding, kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It'll be fine. There's no way you can mess this up, right? <sighs> Thank you for the vote of confidence, McSaldronon. What I'm trying to say is that I... I know that you'll get me out of here if shit goes sideways. You're the doctor, right? <laughs> yes. Then it, it'll be fine. It... It will be fine. Now, please remain completely still and close your eyes. Going under in three... Two, one. Huxley! Huxley! Open this fucking door! Miss Cobra? Huxley! Please! Please listen to me! You need to stop this experiment right now! Miss Cobra, now. now is hardly the appropriate time for this conversation, seeing as we've begun the experiment and you're obviously in distress. Oh, please! For once in your life, call it off, Huxley! Vic? Dr. Kane? How are you doing in there? <laughs> wow! This is neat! We're alright, Doc. Uh, it looks a lot different in here than I was expecting, but we're on solid ground, so... Describe it. Well, it's a city street. Big, financial-type buildings everywhere. All the cross streets seem to lead to different memories. They get kind of fuzzy and multicolored about half a block down. I'm not really sure why this is what my subconscious looks like. Maybe something big happened to me as a kid here that I repressed. If I had a formative memory in the financial district, I'd repress it too. It's not technically your subconscious, you know, it's... Never mind. This is working. This is going well. Yeah, yeah it is. We have proof of concept. Yeah, we do. <sighs> okay, remember your goal. Warren, there is a specific memory you two are supposed to find, and a specific image or item within that memory to look for. Do you have it in mind? No pun intended, I'm assuming. No. Uh, yeah. I think I've got something in mind. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to look for. Well, usually the, uh, the gateway to the memory looks like something from the place it happened, uh, like the architecture. It's windows for me. Uh, it's 
I think it's more of like a sensory thing for Jules, like um, like like smells and feelings. Seems like it's streets for you. So we're looking for the street that looks like the street the thing happened on. Uh, yeah. What if it wasn't on a street? I guess we'll find out. Before you move too far, try and find a landmark here, so you have something to come back to. Your current location represents the point of the disassociative state closest to consciousness, so you'll have to return before I can reduce the electrical current with the smallest risk of side effects. I'm, I'm sorry, side effects? Since when were there side effects? Did we even talk about that? We haven't had to, because all your trips have successfully ended with the return to your brain's landmark. I intend for it to stay that way. jump into people's mind or break into stupid Huxley's goddamn lab. I thought they replaced all of these things after that killer robot from outer space incident. Guess not. I'm probably going to be in solitary forever after this, aren't I? You better not be dead then. There's that big restaurant. Oh, oh, that's my favorite burger joint from when I was a kid. My dad used to take me there every yep, time yep, we... That, that'll work. Let's start looking. You don't want to hear my story? Not really? Uh, this street look like the one? No. Too suburban. Okay. What about this one? Uh, wrong time of day. How far back are we going to have to go? Like, no offense. Warren Kane's Wall Street of Memories kind of freaked I'm sorry I don't have a more exciting brain, Vic. I tried to clean up for you. Can we focus on the matter at hand? Do any of the following streets look promising? Hmm. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Two blocks down. Oh, even the street name is right. Wait. Hold on, Kane. There's something wrong with the current on your end. How do I fix it? It's spiking, dropping, or shifting direction? Shifting direction. Outside the uncertainty range. Damn it, we were so close. Everyone stay calm. There's a switch on the generator with a piece of tape over it that says lock range. I I tried my best to make it legible. That seems to have fixed it. Thank you. I told you, failsafe. I... Yes. Okay. Continue what you were doing. Here we are. Gotcha Street. Wow. Fun name. Where is it in, uh, you know, the real world? Somewhere in New Jersey. Don't remember exactly. We're about to find out, though. New Jersey? So, uh, does it just turn into... Oh! <laughs> I guess it does. That's office. Who did it? Oh, it's mine, actually. That, that doesn't make any sense. Process update. The current pattern of our electrics has changed completely. It's creating a feedback loop in the space between the subjects instead of transferring information between them. Fixed levels are off the charts. Warren, you said this wouldn't happen. I can't see anything. I, I don't 
What is happening? Jules, I... How did you... You think they replaced every vent on this goddamn hunk of junk just for you? Why are you here? Have you lost your mind? Jesus Christ, we don't have time for this. Your assistant is full of shit. He's been telling his stupid diary about his plans to backstab us the moment he got the chance, and he's planning to use Vic for... I I don't know, something. I I don't understand. Of course you don't. (sighs) You better choose your next move carefully. (laughs) Whoa, Jules. Relax. No need to be waving that thing around. We can all still be friends here. What's going on up there? Lying bastard! We should have never trusted you for a second! Everyone, please, put the weapons down. I just... I need a moment to think. Dr. Kane, is she telling the truth? Warning! I I can barely hear you! I don't know where I am! Huxley! Why don't you both take a seat and we can talk this out. Civilly. Not that you have much of a choice. I I just want a chance to explain myself before you all try to string me up in the gallows, you know? (laughs) Before anyone gets any crazy ideas, let's just go over what is true about me. One, Warren Kane is my real name. Two, I really was sent here by Nimesign Corporation. And three, I really am an engineer. When I began working for the Nimesign Corporation, they promised me upward mobility. Cushy job, making tech for their newest projects. The kind of salary that pays for a penthouse. The kind of shit no sane person would say no to. And a couple years passed, nothing really changed, which is exactly when I was approached by Jezia, who happened to be really interested in rooting through Nimesign's dirty laundry and borrowing a thing or two. And they were paying a hell of a lot more for it too. So I took it. I started selling some old tech here and there, but it was never quite what the big guys wanted. But then. The funniest thing happened. You got sent up here. And you started doing that stupid mind-reading project. And I was like, he really must have lost it if he's going after that old piece of shit. (laughs) That's fucking hitting. But then, even crazier, it actually started working. And Jezia was suddenly promising a permanent position, Earthside, in exchange for your completed research. Better than what Nimesign had originally offered me. I was considered getting you in on it. Considering all the shit on your record, I thought you'd be all about pushing the boundaries of science. No matter the cost. Don't you dare bring him into this. If you even try, I'll kill you. You're a fucking coward. A coward with insurance. If you even pull off a single goddamn electrode from me or him, Vic won't even remember how to breathe. So don't even try it. Until a Jezier representative shows up, Vic and I are going to be spending some quality time together. It's what you wanted, right, boss? For all of us to get along? God! These shouldn't be causing sharp pains! How the hell did you mess up the machinery already?! I barely touched the machinery. Yeah, but is it supposed to be doing that? Not unless... Vic. Vic! Victor! Can you hear me? Better than I could before. 
I think I found the anchor point, but it's like there's a, like a bear there. What the hell is not there? Is Jules with I don't you? have a lot of time to explain, but Warren, Warren lied to us. Yeah, no shit. Vic, you need to calm down. How the hell am I supposed to calm down? Victor, I need you to listen to me. Whatever Warren has done with the machinery, I don't know how to fix yet, but we're going to figure it out. I'm going to fix it. I just... I just don't know how yet. What am I supposed to do? Just... Stay with us. Please. For as long as you can. Okay. I, I don't think I have a lot of time left, though. Vic? Vic, can you still hear me? Hey, Jules? What, what is it? What, what do you need me to do? Trust me. I know you don't like him. I'm pretty sure you like a shit on your shoe better than Huxley, but... He won't be able to handle this shit alone. I... I'll try. No, no, no. Hey, you're the doctor, remember? Just don't do anything stupid. Kane's starting to come too! Help me hold him down! I'm going to get you back. <laughs> Today's episode was written by Stanford Blue and Jack Loney. It featured Leland Heed as Victor Algernon, Varys Zima as Aster Huxley, Serena Johnston as Jules Krober, Finn Carter as Warren Kane, E.G. Taraku as Hugo Highsmith, and Stoker Leopold as Guard. Our editor is Stoker Leopold, and our music is by Sloan Van Dyke. If you like what we do here and you want to follow Brain Rot Presents on social media, subscribe to our Patreon, or make a donation to our fundraiser, everything will be linked in the description below. Thank you for listening.